Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Pipe Bomb Show. I'm your host, John Pipe Bomb. Funny that it is the Pipe Bomb Show, and I need to talk about a certain Pipe Bomb person himself. That's right. Also, I'm in my vehicle, so it's one of those episodes. A lot of background noise. (laughs) Uh, but yes, welcome. Like I said, funny, it's it's the Pipe Bomb Show, and I get to talk about my favorite Pipe Bomb person himself, Mr. CM Punk. As we all know, double or nothing, CM Punk won the AEW World Championship. A wild week last week was won the championship on Sunday had a six man trios match with FTR on Wednesday teased hey who's coming through that forbidden door to come face me Tanahashi comes out that that looks like it's going to be the match for forbidden door But then we get to Friday. And Friday comes along and... They say uh, CM Punk will will be here to address... Address something. We don't know. He just won the title. What's he going to have a... You know, a champion celebration on Rampage? No, no, no. This man comes out. Says he's hurt. And... He will not be able to defend his championship or, you know, he's going away. Then AEW, you know, there was a bit of a mix-up, you know. You had Jericho saying one thing, but AEW was saying another thing. Jericho was saying, oh, he relinquished the title. Tony Khan said, no, 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 no. He's still the champion. So we didn't know what to believe. So we gave it gave it some time. Gave it a few days. But the official word. Is that. CM Punk. Ha- is. Still your AEW champion. But he is on the shelf. And that now. They will be looking for an interim. World champion. I guess, you know, CM Punk's injury isn't so severe that they need him to, you know, just drop the belt altogether, you know, look for a brand new champion and stuff like that. You know, from reports, they say it's a it's a foot injury. And I guess it's not going to be so long. It's not like a six-month, nine-month injury like that. Might just be three months, I guess. But they need a world champion in the meantime. So they are looking for an interim champion. So at first, once again, the, uh, the 
you know, from what we hear from one person got mixed up with what we hear from another person. So, like I said, I gave it a few days and it's Tuesday now. So, by now, all the plans are set. And tomorrow, Dynamite, uh, all those plans will go into effect. So, the very first match will be a battle royal. It'll be a battle royal. Now, the winner of that battle royal will go to the main event of the same show to face John Moxley, who is the number one contender. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, oh, um, well, let me, let me finish. So that's what we have from the AEW side. And at first, at first report, it was going to be, you know, whoever wins the battle royal will face Moxley. And then, you know, that's your interim champion. But after a couple of days, AEW put a press, a press release out, said the battle royal winner will face Moxley in the main event. Then that person will go to Forbidden Door the pay-per-view now on New Japan side it will be a match between Tanahashi and Goto I believe that's how you say his name and the winner of that match will go to Forbidden Door and the two winners will face off and be the interim world champion for AEW. See, they switched it up. At first they said, you know, on AEW, you know, whoever wins the Battle Royal and, you know, faces Moxley, the winner of that match, that's your interim champion. I guess this is the way of uh, bringing New Japan into it since it is a cross-over pay-per-view between the two companies. Um... I think with I don't know this go you know this guy Goto or anything but I know Tanahashi and I know Tanahashi's good. Um I think with him teasing to wrestle Punk last week on Dynamite and for me from a casual person not knowing too many New Japan names, but knowing Tanahashi right off the bat. Yeah, I think Tanahashi's going to win his match and he is going to Forbidden Door. Now, who's he facing? A lot of people are right off the bat. Oh, it's going to be Moxley. Moxley's going to face uh, Tanahashi because when... Uh, when Moxley was the U.S. champ, uh, the New Japan uh, U.S. champ, he was supposed to fight uh, Tanahashi. Then it was the pandemic, flight restrictions, and all of that. So the match never happened till much, much later. And then they did it in a four-way. So right off the bat, people are saying, well, it's going to be Moxley versus Tanahashi. I don't think so. 
here's where I'm going with this. First off, if you're going to have a battle royal in which the person in that battle royal has to wrestle later on in the day, has to wrestle a second match, you know, all, all eyes will be on that person. The sympathy will be on that person to have to wrestle two matches. I think if you just have a fresh John Moxley beat a man who's wrestling his second match, you know, you could do that. That's a good, safe option. But I think it's more of an underdog, uh, underdog uh, story if the Battle Royal winner wins it. Now, who could that be? That could be anybody. You know, how how cool would it be if it was uh, uh, Danielson? Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. We get the rematch. Their teammates... Um, and we get uh, Danielson in the in the world title picture. Is that gonna happen? No, because it turns out Danielson's a bit injured. For how long? I'm not sure. Well, what about Adam Cole? Turns out Adam Cole's injured. So there's a lot of injuries in in wrestling right now. Uh, none of them favor AEW. What about Hangman? You can have Hangman be in the match. You can have Jericho in the match. You can have a four, you know, two former world champions wrestling in the main event. And the winner goes on to Forbidden Door to fight to be the interim world champion. You could do that with a former champion to go you know, the safe route. But there's something else that's been going on in wrestling. A man named MJF. MJF. That same uh, Wednesday, that same Dynamite. Where, you know, CM Punk wrestled his last match for now. He came out and cut a pipe bomb promo. He shot on the company. He, whether it's a shoot, it's a work, or whatever. He shit on the company. He pulled a pipe bomb. That's what CM Punk did. All those years ago. CM Punk was told, hey... You know, you gotta you gotta um sell your match against John Cena. Here's a live mic. Say whatever you want. Say whatever. Now, CM Punk could have went the you know traditional heel route and said, you know, the fans and this and but he decided to do that and more. He did this he decided to air his real grievances with the company. 
and mix it in with the storyline of I'm going to take your title because I'm the best because of this and that and you know this you know I'm going and after that you know my contract is up I'm leaving just like Brock Lesnar left and Batista left I'm doing this and you know the fans you know you're a yes man and all of this MJF came out and said well don't ask Tony Khan to you know to reach for his wallet because I've been here day one and he'd rather give all that money to these ex-WWE guys even though I am the second minute to minute draw People are watching my segments, you know, the most. And I got to admit, he's right. You have to admit. You know, a while back, they, you know, AEW said, you know, we have the four pillars. The four pillars of AEW. The foundation, the the young talent that we'll be able to build up for, for many, many years to come. Jungle Boy, Darby Allin, MJF, Sammy Guevara. All very, very good choices. All very, very great talented people. MJF has beaten every single pillar. He's beaten every single one in excellent matches, by the way. But I've noticed something. Sammy Guevara, uh, Darby Allen, former TNT champions, Jungle Boy, current tag team champion, MJF still has not won a title. Sure, he you know he wins the gimmick of you know the the diamond ring for the third year in a row. But he has yet to win a title. And of the three, of the four, you got to look and say, hmm, which one of these four is world champion material? And I have to say, it's MJF. You can put the championship on MJF tomorrow. You could change your plan. Tony Khan could change his plans. MJF could come out in that battle royal, win the thing, face Moxley, win it, and be your world champion. And I think people would be fine with that. I think no one would bat an eye. But getting back to the point, he dropped the promo shitting on Tony, telling him to fire him, he doesn't want to wait till 2024, called him a fucking mark, what it did for CM Punk, it has clearly done for MJF, in that MJF is white hot right now, MJF is the talk of the town. Everyone is talking about that promo. What's funny is 
I went over the weekend to visit my family and even my brother who never watches AEW. He'll catch a clip, a, a clip or two. Said, did you watch that promo? And I said, oh shit! Even you know, even it got to you. You saw it. He goes, this guy went crazy. I said, yep. That's what he does. So the fact that the fact that uh, uh, a mainly WWE guy, a mainly WWE fan, asks me if I saw it, that shows you the reach that this guy has. That shows you the you know the you know the the effect he had. I think, well, we don't know how far this is going now. Because ever since that promo, MJF has been taken off the website. They're not selling his merchandise on AEW Shop. Hell, they could be doing what a what 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 um, WWE did to CM Punk. Oh, we're gonna pull his merchandise. We're gonna do this. But really, it's just CM Punk and WWE, you know, they worked the storyline to make it as real as possible. I see MJF doing something like that, taking the company hostage. He could go, he'd beat Moxley, and therefore he has a ticket to the to, to Forbidden Door. And then he's and then he could come out and say, What are you gonna do? If you fire me now when I'm about to win your world title back for AEW, he could say shit like, you know, how's it gonna look if another company has your world title, Tony. You need me to win. You need me to keep the AEW world title here in this company. How's it going to look when another company is walking around with your belt? You need me, and guess what? And the fact that you need need me so much you need me more than I need you pay me pay me my money give me what I want give me what I've been asking for I want this much or guess what I might just go to forbidden door and I might just lay down and let this man beat me Cause who cares I want to leave anyway But you need me now And then we could see some, toward, some sort of Power struggle Between Tony Khan And And, uh, uh, and MJF That's my pick you know, unfortunately, Punk going down, it would have been Punk and Tanahashi. 
but you have an opportunity here. Just like whatever, whatever the plans were in WWE for CM Punk. The plan was, you know, John Cena beats CM Punk. You know, there you go. And Del Rio wins the tight, uh, the 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 briefcase, the Money in the Bank briefcase, and then they go go do a program. CM Punk changed a lot of that. And if you don't believe me, look at how many times the title changed within a six month span. CM Punk won the title. Then then Cena won the interim title. Then CM Punk unified the title. Then Del Rio cashed in the t- uh, the briefcase to win the title. Then John Cena won the title back. Then Del Rio won it back. Then Punk won it back. Five times. Five or six times. We had a, a different WWE champion. They had to adapt because they said... CM Punk is white hot right now. Whether we like what he said or not, it's got eyes on the product. It's got people talking. It's got the internet abuzz. We got to put the title on this guy. And I think that's what you do with MJF. Hey, pay this man his money. MJF is one of the few guys before... Before Punk came back, before um, Danielson came in, you cared about three or four things in AEW that I mean that you watched all the time. You watched to see what, who was who was gonna fight for the world title, who was Cody Rhodes fighting. And what was MJF doing? And to some extent, what was Jericho doing? Those were like your four main things on the show that you always paid attention to. What were what were some of the key moments? What is this person doing? You could go a couple weeks without knowing without knowing what's happening to the TNT title or who's gonna who's the number one contender for the you know the tag team titles but you were but everyone was always glued into what certain people were doing and those were your main people whoever the world champion was whether it was omega or moxley what was mjf doing cody rhodes and jericho at least for me that's what it was Cause those were the most, those were the biggest storylines, and those were the most entertaining ones. So honestly, for me, I think it's MJF. I think that's the storyline. MJF goes in, says, "Hey, pay me my money, and I'll help you keep your title here in your company." I've got you over a barrel, and you can't fire me because if you fire me now, now that I'm the number one contender, people will rag on your company, Tony. People will will shit all on your company if you 
fire the hottest thing you've got here. I think that's where they go. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. I will talk to you all next time.